Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast! In today's episode, I will be talking about citizen science. Now I know I did an episode on this like a year ago, but I did want to do an updated version because I have a little bit more to share this time. But if you find something that you're missing from this episode, there are more details on the types of citizen science in the other episodes, so if you want to check out that episode, definitely do. Um, there's some more details on the different types of citizen science that you can get into. So today I'm not really going to cover that in detail because I, j I did already, but <laughs> I will be talking about some things that I didn't include last episode. So with that, let's get the episode started. When getting involved in science, I noticed a distinct lack of opportunities for youth. It's getting better with lots of programs helping youth, especially young girls, get into science, but this episode, I'm going to highlight one way to get hands-on involved in science and helping real scientists do their job. So what is citizen science? In my definition, it's regular people that are not scientists that can help collect data for scientists in collaborative projects. Like I said in the intro, my other episode covers in more detail the different types of citizen science and which parts of the scientific project you can be involved in. But today, I'm going to cover how I have done citizen science and how you can get involved in citizen science. So first, how have I been involved in citizen science? So the first time I really got involved in citizen science was in an internship with my conservation trust in my local area. And I think I have a lot of fun stories from this internship, and I think I've mentioned it in a few episodes, um, different stories from this internship. But um, in this internship, I got to do citizen science with a group of other teens, and it was really, really fun and interesting because we went to our local creek and we had like these, now I forget what they're called, but they're like a wetsuit, but only for like the boots up to the waist. And we used these to go waist down in the creek and collect samples of the water quality, the microinvertebrates, and more. After we collected that data in the field, we also put it under analysis. So we used microscopes to analyze the different species of microinvertebrates that we had captured. And after analyzing and categorizing all of these animals, we sent the species to the lab that we were working with so they can do their job and determine the health of our local creek. So it was really, really interesting how we as teens could work together and help real scientists in the real world do their evaluation. And it was also really, really rewarding how we did it and the fact that we actually got in the creek, actually touched the creatures, and actually were able to put them under the microscope and identify them 
and send them off to a lab. It just seemed so important. Like we were doing something really, really cool and important. And that was just something that was really unique. And I really recommend it to anyone who can partner with a lab or scientist or organization that allows citizens to help them with their science. And obviously, I think the scientists like backed up our work. They like would analyze it again and make sure that we identified them correctly. Um, but then from there, they would analyze as a whole the health of this creek and this habitat and ecosystem in general and determine whether it needed human help or not. Now you may be asking, how can I get involved in citizen science? Well, I will tell you there are so many ways to get involved in citizen science. There are, is not one clear answer to this question, but once you do your research, I think it will be very, very easy to find something in your area. And the cool thing about citizen science is that it doesn't have to be one species. It doesn't have to be like microinvertebrates in a creek. It doesn't have to be that specific. You can do citizen science on butterflies. I know that's a common one. There's also citizen science on different endangered species in your area. So yeah, it definitely depends on where, where you're located, but I'm sure you can find really, really cool opportunities near you. And another cool thing about citizen science is that there are no age limits. It's a family fun activity that you can do with friends, family, teachers, classes, high schools, anybody. And with that, I want to conclude this episode. I know this episode was kind of short, but I will be doing longer ones soon. Just wanted to put this information out there for anyone who's struggling to find opportunities for youth in their area. Citizen Science is definitely one to check out because it's a really, really cool hand, hands-on way to get into science. And with that, that is all for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please follow the podcast, check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com, and follow my Instagram at dreamgreenteens or at gracegonegreen. As always, don't forget to dream green. Bye!